1: This is James Maynard, your co-host. Today's topic, with or without a mate, how to increase the love in our lives. We know we need love, but what is it? Is it admiration, affection, and or caring? Is it always the same emotion? How much love do we have in our lives, romantic or otherwise? How loving are we? I've certainly had a lot of feedback on that one in my (laughs) relationships. (laughs) Beth and I and the crew at Inside Out are honoring Valentine's Day by delving into these age-old questions and we're going to ask you to look into yourself. Who do you love? What does that mean? Is it feeling comfortable with someone? Is it a product of your getting your emotional or material needs met? Is it something you give to others regardless of the return or should it be? Share with us honestly about your relationships and the love you feel or don't feel in relation to others. Today we'll also be benefiting from the wisdom of the guru and Madame Mazurka. Whether or not we're in a romantic relationship, let's see if we can't increase the love we give and receive in our lives. So call in or email Beth with your thoughts or questions. And now here's your host, Beth Green from the Inside Out.
0: Hi, everybody. Well, um, today is a couple of days before Valentine's Day. That's the day uh, that we are uh, recording this. And some of you will be listening to it before, and some of it will, some of you will be listening afterwards. And I hope that some of you are going to call in and share your experience with love, because I would like to tell you that when I wrote this description, I didn't even remember that Valentine's Day was coming up. You know, I kind of like, I'm an intuitive, right? So I'm just lying there thinking, What am I supposed to do about that inside out on February 11th? And it came to me that I was supposed to do something about love. And only when I was all done did I realize, oh, my God, it's Valentine's Day. So I'm really glad that there is a a level of consciousness uh, in the universe that's a lot smarter than I am and more awake. (laughs) So because I'm thrilled that we're doing a show on love of Valentine's Day. Aren't you, James? James? are you uh, Sorry
1: I was on mute. But, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my feelings are so deep I can hardly express myself. <laughs> That's right.
0: That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm really
1: happy about this because uh, I have a lot to learn uh, about love and a lot more to express of love.
0: Well, I hated writing up the show description. Don't you want to know why?
1: Uh, yes, I wonder why. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I had to ask myself those questions. You know, it's not like I'm outside of the process of inside out. I'm just as much a part of the process as anybody else. And so here I am writing up the description and I'm thinking, oh my God, what about me? And I made a commitment looking at my own show description that I was going to become more loving. Now you're supposed to announce to the world, James, how much more loving I have been since I wrote this description.
1: Hmm, That's a tough one.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, James. I really appreciate it. What, a, what a vote of confidence that is.
1: <laughs> no, no, no. You have been very loving indeed. But I, I, don't, I haven't registered the amplification of that love. Although I've felt it every night.
0: <laughs> Please, people are going to misunderstand. It <laughs> true that.
1: Anyway, and, most, and much of the time during the day.
0: James, what did we talk about last week? It was shame, wasn't it?
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Okay. So I want to tell you that we got some really, really good feedback on that program that it was extremely helpful. You know what we're doing here in Inside Out? We're becoming more and more like a little mini workshop. And so last week's mini workshop, we did some work on shame. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to that podcast, go back and listen to it. That would be from February 4th, right? Right. 11 minus 7 equals 4. You got it. And see if you can't benefit from that process. I know that I did. I got a tremendous amount out of it. And a lot of people who uh, wrote, who spoke to me later told me that they benefited too. One of the things that we don't know is do these processes work? See, for instance, we did a show on altered states of consciousness. And fortunately, people let me know, oh yeah, I really went into an altered state of consciousness. And I could feel it over the way. In fact, they thought that the radio waves actually amplified that feeling. But generally speaking, we don't get feedback on these processes. So we don't know, guys, whether you're getting anything out of them. And uh, I'm only getting a little segment. So uh, if you feel like you're getting something and you're able to benefit from the processes that we're doing in our shows, making them like little workshops, do let me know. So I was putting out, speaking about love, by the way, I was putting out to the universe that I needed some feedback on these shows and these processes to see if they were benefiting anybody. And lo and behold, not an hour later, I got a wonderful email from Karen Geraldo, And she said, Beth, I was listening to your latest show on Voice America, that was the one on shame, and wanted to thank you for always sharing and not being afraid to show us your vulnerable side. I happen to think, now this is the part that feels so loving to me. So I'm going to read it to you. It may seem like pride, but it's reader, I mean, it's listener feedback. I happen to think you are one of the most interesting, deeply compassionate women creator leads me to listen to. I'm at work and cannot always comfortably call. I just wanted you to know that there is someone out here listening and appreciating you and the wonderful James Maynard. Well, was that not a loving thing to do?
1: It was very loving.
0: And see, this is part of what love is. It's taking action um, to support someone. It's just getting that sense that what we offer, how we act, the way we speak, the look in our eye on our face, the touch, that these are really valuable. They are necessary. People need that. They, we need positive feedback. We need warm Now, I am not a believer in make-believe warm fuzzies. I think you probably, anybody who's been listening to Inside Out knows that, right? But I'm talking about when you do feel something positive towards someone, or you see them doing something good, appreciate them, put your hand out, give them a a lift. That is an act of love. So I thought it was so perfect uh, that we got that email from Karen, and that I wanted to acknowledge that that was an act of love. She wasn't expecting anything back. It was just an acknowledgement and an appreciation. And so the first thing that I'd like to do on our show today, um, by the way, you're all invited to call in. And James, do you want to give out the number just in case you want to call?
1: Sure. Uh, if you'd like to call us, please call one 472 5795 That's one 866 472-5795. Great. Or if you'd like to email us, then uh, send it to Beth at org.
0: Wonderful. Now, here it is. Uh, my uh, My question to you is, how loving are you? <laughs> and let's think about it in terms of giving... Validation when it is needed, or even when it's, when it's uh, appropriate, when it's valid, as opposed to validating somebody because we want something back. Like, oh, I'm going to scratch your back if you scratch mine, or I'm going to say how go- gorgeous you are if you tell me the same, or if I flatter you, I know I'm going to get a promotion, or if I say really nice things to you, maybe you'll get me a diamond bracelet. Uh, For my birthday, James, you are, of course, planning on getting me a diamond bracelet. (laughs) Well,
1: I I got you something for Valentine's, but uh, it's not exactly on that level.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, no. I hope you didn't (laughs) get me something for Valentine's. I didn't give you anything. Oh, and by the way, I would never want a diamond bracelet, (laughs) ever. Anyway, not to say that diamonds aren't beautiful, but I'm just not that kind of girl. You know, I'd rather have that money for something else, like plant a tree. Or something like that. Anyway, but what I'm saying is sometimes we tell ourselves we're being loving, but we are actually being conniving. We're saying something in order to get something from somebody. Now, hey. Somebody is wanting to come through. I don't know if it's the guru or it's Madame Mazzurka. It's me, darling. It's me, darling. It's Madame Madame. So, Madame Mazzurka, I'm so glad that you've joined us. I I didn't know if you would come. But I miss a program on love. I am the love expert. Now, okay, for those of you who have never met Madame Mazzurka, you will notice that she sounds a lot like me, but with a Transylvanian accent. And that's because she and the guru are these alter egos that come from outer space and come through me out of my mouth. <laughs> but I never know what they're going to say. I don't even know for sure that any of them is going to show up. So, Madam Mazurka, do you want to say something about how loving you are? No, darling. I want to tell the audience that nine out of ten of you are not very loving. Mm. That you – That uh, and – but since you don't generally have 10 people in the room, you won't have to know which one of the, is the nine <laughs> and which is the one. So you can look at yourself and you can ask yourself, am I really loving or am I looking for something? Well, Madam I want to ask you a question, but I have an opinion on this. But since you showed up, I'm going, no, maybe the guru wants to say something about this because I feel him jumping up and down on my shoulder. (laughs) Are you here, guru? Are you here? I am here, Beth. I am here to shed more enlightenment on the subject. And we and the uh, the Madame Zurg and I are going to try to be loving to one another in (laughs) the program. Well, that would really, really be good. Uh, but So what is it that you want to say is that um, I was going to make a comment about uh, Madam Sorka's comment about the uh, people wanting something. The uh, um, opposite of that is not that you are loving towards someone, no matter how they believe they, and they behave. The uh, people who are doing that are really equally sick <laughs> as <laughs> the, the ones who are... Um, trying to flatter and think that they are being loving. Of course, if if you want to flatter, then you admit to yourself, I am flattering someone because I want something. And you do not convince yourself that you are loving. But when you are mashed potato, as you say in your language, and you let people be abusive to you, you are not increasing the love in the universe. You are decreasing that love because if you are not sitting in a love energy that's coming to you, you are also allowing this abuse of negative energy. You are decreasing the love in the universe. I, I think I, I understand what the Guru is saying because whether we are giving love or receiving love, that's actually increasing the amount of love in the universe. And when we are being abused, we are letting ourselves be abused for some motive, just like we may be, um, flattering someone for some motive, we may let someone abuse us for some motive, like, oh, we want to look good or to ourselves. We're going to look like a certain kind of person, or we want to make them feel guilty so that maybe they'll change their ways, or we're so used to abuse we don't even notice it. And so then the, the quantum of love in the universe is being decreased in both as instances.
1: Uh, I'd like uh, to share something about that. Uh, When I thought about have I loved somebody without looking for anything in return, the first thought I had was my daughter uh, from the time she was born. And uh, what I saw and following up on what the guru was sharing is that over time, I was excessively permissive, uh, loving at the expense of uh, letting her be abusive, uh, letting her be a brat. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And... uh, so, that, that's some regret I have about that because the quantum of love wasn't, was not being increased when she was being bratty toward me or bratty in, in her world. So, it's been a big learning for me uh, to balance that with, with what, what's called tough love, with uh, balancing it with, with truth, with uh, direct honesty, with not putting up with bullshit. You know, oh, I suppose I'm not supposed to say that on the air, but oh well. Uh, B.S., as we might say. Uh, and by that, that's helping a person uh, be a better person. And so that's another way of balancing the love.
0: First, James, I want to say to you that it's not only that you are enabling the breath, and uh, you are also... Not in um, uh, increasing the love quantum on the planet because you are not experiencing any self love. Those people mm-hmm. who allow themselves to be abused are not experiencing the self love. That is also a problem. And so there it is another piece of love that is not being fed and not being developed. Um, so, well, this is good. So what I'd like us to do in the next moment or so is to really ask ourselves the question. When I think I am being loving, what is my real motive? Is it to be loving or am I trying to get something from it? And when I'm seeming to be sacrificing or seeming to be loved, but I'm actually letting myself be abused, uh, what is the reason for that? And um, how much of my life do I spend uh, calculating... The love that I give, or diminishing the love that I receive through these two means. So let's take a moment to meditate on that question. And let's think about that. When I ask myself the question, you know, I think about when I'm trying to be loving and I'm really not uh, being loving. I'm being flattering. You know, I can I can clearly uh, see that I'm trying to uh, get illicit love from someone else. But I'm also trying to look loving, like a loving person. I'm trying to live up to some standard of myself. And, um, when I'm letting myself be abused, uh, it's very often the same thing, but sometimes what's underneath that is plain unadulterated fear, (laughs) fear of confronting someone who is not being loving towards me. So uh, we are going to be going to a commercial break in a moment and I'd like you guys to be meditating on these questions, uh, during this break also listen to the commercial <laughs> tells you about our website bethgreen.org and when we come back we are going to continue our discussion with Madame Zerka and the Guru about love and how can we increase the love in our lives and on our planet don't go away The Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
2: Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, BethGreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training and discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org.
0: Invite meaning and inspiration to your life. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel.
2: You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard to reach us on the show please call 1-866-472-5795 that's 1-866-472-5795 if you'd rather send us an email the address is beth at bethgreen.org now back to inside out
0: hi there glad you didn't go away if you are just joining us We are talking about love, of course, in honor of Valentine's Day. And we're talking about how we can increase the amount of love in our lives. And uh, we're talking about, right now, some of the motivations that we have for being, quote, loving. Or, uh, yes, they're really all uh, not so good motivations about being loving. Uh, One thing that we've talked about is, I'm going to be loving towards you because I want you to love me. Or I'm uh, really f- trying to flatter you because I want to get a raise. Or I'm going to let you abuse me because I'm afraid of you. Or because I want to look like a really great person. And so the- here's all these behaviors that make us look loving But they're really not coming out of love, and they're certainly not including self love. So we need to continue this discussion, and if any of you wants to call in, please feel free. But we are going to go on and get really honest about our loving. I want to say that there are times when I think that I am loving towards you, James, because I want you Mm -hmm. to love me. And Mm -hmm. you are just like, you know, a bear. You know, a bear (laughs) hug-type bear. Uh, He's not a big, heavy bear. He's kind of a skinny bear. But he's got that bear energy. And I've asked myself many times, do I love James or do I love the way that James is so loving towards me. And I, I went through this whole process when I was doing this show description afterwards, you know, and I thought, you know, what's the truth? What's the truth? You know, so I tried to differentiate and of course it's true and it's wonderful to be in a, mutually loving relationship you know I love James he loves me I think that's very cool but do I love James outside of the fact that he loves me and I came to the conclusion that I did and I see Helen from California is on the phone so Helen welcome to Inside Out I hope you're here to make yourself look as ridiculous as I am doing at the moment well of
3: course what what else (laughs) Um, why else would you call (laughs) I've related to everything you said so far. I related to what Jane said. I treated my daughter that way a lot in the past of uh thinking that it was love when it was actually damaging.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Wanting to see myself as loving rather than wanting to see what was actual actually needed. Mhm. Mhm. And uh I think when you were saying, you know, do I love my husband? Or do I just love that he loves me? You know, I think I love my husband, but I also can definitely feel that there are times when I am loving because I want to feel the energy of love. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that I am so madly in love with him at the moment, but I just Mm -hmm. want to feel the energy of love. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. That is so true. And, you know, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Because after, well, why don't we ask the guru? Helen, do you have something to ask the guru? Would you come in here and tell us, uh, do you have something to share on this? Well, I might if I am asked properly. I might have something, something that I might share. Okay, Helen, would you take over the show and ask the guru something? And ask
3: him to tell so, him what I was just saying.
0: Something in relationship to what you were just saying about the whole issue about is it a bad thing? Right. Is, to, is, it, is, it, a,
3: is it a bad thing, Guru, when we want to feel the energy of love, but we may not actually necessarily be feeling in love with that person at the moment, or? or especially loving toward that person at the moment, but just want to be enveloped in the energy of love, and so we are loving.
0: This is a very complicated question actually, uh, much more so than you realize because um, the um uh, you, you are very correct in saying that the, the love is an energy in and of itself and we are all, let us say, uh, very happy to be bathed in that energy. And so when we are creating that feeling of love, then we are in fact tapping into love energy that is on the planet. However, when we are creating that feeling of love in order to have that feeling, we are not tapping into the energy, we are creating a false mock form of the energy that looks like the same thing to some of us if we do not very discern uh, no, how I should say this. this is not be very discerning. So, for example, the per- the person who says I'm going to Valentine's Day have a um, a wonderful dinner with uh, my husband or my boyfriend, or my girlfriend or whatever, and you go there and you buy the roses and you have the dinner and so on. You sit there and you smooch. Then you are co creating a false. Um, Uh, um, experience that may look like love on the outside but really does not carry the true love energy because the true love energy is an energy that we are tapping into that already exists in the universe as opposed to something that we are creating for an effect. So we cannot uh, um, say that it's the same process To create the feeling of the counterfeit, in a sense, feeling of... It is like when uh, the people, they are drinking uh, because they want to feel merry, but they aren't actually feeling merry, they are just drunk.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So you can't manufacture love. (laughs) You
0: can... Manufacture the illusion of love, but you cannot uh, manufacture the love. Now, if you are making, on the other hand, if you are making a conscious decision that you are in a um, disconnected place, and you are saying, "I want to um, um, connect to the energy that uh, of love that exists in the universe, and that I can feel." towards my husband, then you are tapping into something real. But you are not pretending then. You are being conscious to overcome whatever might be in the way of your actually experiencing the energy of love. So, for example, if you are in a selfish, mean uh, mode, uh, you are depressed. You are something like this. Uh, there's many aspects, but I won't take the, uh, so much time as to explain this point in depth. But so there is something that is blocking the natural connection to that love. You are not being compassionate, uh, or you are not loving yourself enough to give yourself that experience, you see. Then you can say, Oh my goodness. This is something I can make a conscious choice. And this is a very important uh, distinction because then you are making a conscious choice to allow the uh, flow of the energy that is actually real. And this is not like being drunk at all. This is a very different experience. So, I I think, uh, are you understanding me?
3: Yes, completely. And I, the, I'm sure I've done both.
0: I am certain... That, um, all, all humans do both all the time. And, yeah. uh, very, very frequently. And, um, you know, the uh, the willingness uh, to put aside a resentment or to talk through that resentment sometimes is, of course, you know, the most loving thing that you can do. Um, the uh, You know, these are conscious choices we can make. Now, I want to uh, elucidate, do I have the time? May I speak further? Yeah. Oh, p- please, Guru, please. Well, I would like to say um, that if um, uh, someone doesn't want to hear this, I can feel myself being shut down. Um, I would want to say that some people do not love themselves enough to give themselves the gift of tapping into that universal love energy. And uh, they are acting out of a lack of self-love. So in that moment, it is not you that they are not loving. They are not loving themselves enough to allow themselves to bathe in the experience that uh, you can, um, you know, people who love a, a kitten or a puppy or, for example, the most people uh, will allow that for themselves, that, that they will have that experience, not all, but uh, many people can identify with that experience, that is the pure joy of the love that they are capable of feeling. But in human relationships, there are so many complications that make this very difficult. And to want to um, Deal with all the obstacles to actually experiencing that love in that overflowing way that you would with uh, that puppy or that kitten is takes a work and uh, takes a dedication, uh, uh, to be able to do that. But that is, in fact, a possibility for everyone. Thank you very much, Guru. You're welcome. So, uh, James, what, what came to you as the guru was speaking?
1: Uh, yes. Um, well, first of all, uh, I've seen in myself that I can be feeling loving toward another person, such as yourself. And as the minute I go into judgment, judging that person, it shuts off the flow of love. Or if I get into a power dynamic where I'm trying to compete uh, or uh, trying to be one up or t- trying not to be one down. <laughs> uh, uh, that tends to, d- to squeeze uh, squeeze the, the love down. Uh, and so I have to watch myself on that. And I've been getting better with that over time. Uh, and, and another thing that occurred to me as the Guru was sharing is there are certain things that just trigger uh, my love. For example, when I look into your eyes, uh, I, I, it's easier for me to feel the love than if I look away. Mm. Uh, if I'm, if we're touching each other, uh, that th- th- I can feel the the connection more, and it's easier to trigger that universal flow of love that the guru's talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and that's the real deal. That's not manufactured love. That's just something that got unblocked, so that mm-hmm. it could flow out mm-hmm. and uh, and be expressed expressive toward you or whoever whatever i'm loving uh and the example of the animals is interesting because we have a dog and of course there are no issues with the dog no no (laughs) No. arguments no nothing uh he wags his tail when i come home he licks my hand and i i i can say oh mojo i love you you're such a sweet dog you're the best etc and the flow of love is there because there are no issues.
0: <laughs> but, you know, actually that's not entirely true. Oh, okay. You say, Mojo, jump into the car and he looks at you like, you know, uh, what? Or, you know, yeah. there's something else that you want him to do. Yeah, and there's a control
1: it, issue that comes up then. That's right.
0: Right. And then I don't know if you're feeling loving towards him anyway or that also gets blocked because there's some control issue. But I'd like to pick up on something else that you yeah. – we're talking about that, uh, relates to what the guru was saying. Um, you know, about the self love piece. I know that when I am not feeling love, the love energy flowing through me, um, I am not feeling self love either, and I feel anger or I'm dominated by negativity now. It is very appropriate, and I'll probably say this a hundred times before the, you know, uh, inside out comes to a close in, in the next decade or whenever it is or the end of the year, which is that it's very important to allow ourselves to be angry when we are because that anger is always a message from our psyche about something. But what? Is it a message about, is it a message that says you're being abusive or is it a message that says my ego is being confronted or, you know, whatever it is. But my job is to decipher what that message is from that anger. But when I get stuck in that, there is no love for myself or anyone else. And so um, I had an experience today where I got, I felt anger towards the anger energy uh, towards someone, and I, you know, that I could have gone on and on and on and on with how angry I was at this person and why I was angry at that person, and you know, I could hear that in the back of my head. Um, but I, at that moment, I had enough self-love to realize that that was not the feeling experience that I wanted to, to continue with, and so I was working on. What did I need to do to shift my energy to feel differently towards that person about whatever? And um, that was an act of self-love. So getting out of that judgment and out of that anger and and reconnecting to a flow, I can't say that I felt a huge flow of love energy towards this person, but I can say that I felt a lot more compassion and that I might all together became more loving and... um I started to feel so much better, and I could just see, okay, I think I know why this is happening. Uh, It's okay, but what am I supposed to be learning from this experience is, oh, I need to learn better how to create an inner sanctum within myself that is really protective of my energy. And that is really an act of self-love because if I get carried away by my anger or my disgust or whatever, then my inner sanctum is being flooded with sewage. <laughs> and that's not self-love. So when you are talking about, you know, if you're touching somebody or you're looking to their eyes or you're really making that effort, that conscious effort, what we're actually doing is we are cleaning out this sewage from our own inner space, and we don't necessarily have to say, oh, yeah, what you have done is right and good, and I accept that, but that we're saying that I am right now drowning in this polluted uh, energy environment, and that means that I am no longer feeling my own well-being, and what do I have to do as an act of self-love to get through that?
1: Very good, and I saw you come out of that, and you came out of it relatively quickly, so when mm-hmm. we sat down for lunch, you were completely rebalanced.
0: Oh, that's great. Or Maybe not completely, but maybe 85%. You seemed to be okay. Yeah, and it started to get better and better. And mm-hmm. in fact, I know that if I get angry uh, about something that's, even if it's a justifiable anger that is information, but if I stick with that and I don't do anything about that, then I'm going to be so imbued with that energy or the resentment energy that it will spill over to everyone else and it will block me from having love from anybody.
1: I am that. <laughs> <laughs> I've been there, so, done that over and over. <laughs> so
0: let's uh, take a moment and because uh, we're going to be going to another commercial break very shortly. I'd like uh, the audience to, for you all to ask yourselves right now, Ah, do you love yourself enough to do whatever it takes to break through the blocks to you experiencing more love in your life? And let's just take a moment to ask ourselves that question. So this is me, Madam Mazurka. And I want to tell you, darling, that you are, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and I love you not only because you give me expression, which I love, because you know I love to talk. But also because I see this, this big struggle that you go through as human, and that you are a live human as opposed to dead human, which is what I am. <laughs> and um, I see that you are developing this consciousness to, uh, to be more self loving and to have more l- love in your life. And I see that. And I want to give you some love for that. Okay, well, Madam Mazurka, I really appreciate that. I mean, it's, you never say anything like that to me so (laughs) i really appreciate that so i'd like to know was that statement really a statement of love or were you looking for some pay pay payoff for that no darling this was my valentine's present to you well thank you (laughs) and with that we are going to go to a commercial break Keep meditating on these questions, whether you're live with us or you're listening on podcasts, and we'll be back soon. Don't go away. Be visionary. This is the Voice America Seventh Wave Channel.
2: Bring Beth into your world in person or via the Internet. Learn how by visiting her website, BethGreen.org. At the website, sign up for her newsletter to keep abreast of her latest activities, blogs, videos, and more. Just for signing up, you'll receive a free PDF copy of Living with Reality, her 688-page volume that helps us understand ourselves in relatable terms, as well as offers a proven program to heal and co-create a better world. But there's more. Learn about Beth's four other books, both fiction and nonfiction. Check out her gorgeous music, which is heartfelt and mystical. Become acquainted with Beth and James's programs for healing and training. And discover their community, the Stream Center for the New Spirituality, which welcomes you wherever you are in the world. All this and more can be found at Beth's website, www.bethgreen.org. Again, that's bethgreen.org.
0: The 7th Wave Channel on The Voice America Network.
2: You're tuned in to Inside Out with Beth Green and co-host James Maynard. To reach us on the show, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send us an email, the address is Beth at BethGreen.org. Now, back to Inside Out.
0: Welcome back. Well, we have a packed final third of our show today because the first thing uh, that we really should look at is something that was raised in our show description that we can have to look at but very briefly, which is, uh, you know, are there different kinds of love? I mean, we're talking about love energy, but we know there's romantic love and there's the love of the puppy and the love of country or love of whatever it is, and so I'm wondering if uh, maybe, James, would you like to ask the guru if he has any light to shed on that? And then uh, when we're done with that, um, if we don't have any callers, we are going to do a process of that, expanding our capacity to love.
1: Okay. But take, mm-hmm. Yeah, would be happy to. So, Guru, you uh, have s- talked about a universal energy of love. Could you share with us about what are the different kinds of love?
0: Well, um, you must at first ask me if there are different kinds of love.
1: Oh, are there different kinds of love?
0: No, that oh. love is love. Now, and <laughs> love, love is the energy of connection, and that is mm-hmm. all there is to it. Now, uh, do. <laughs> Will that energy of connection be experienced in different ways and different relationships? Of course that is true, but love is love. For example, one says electricity. Well, you have electricity. It doesn't matter if it is going to the light bulb or it is going to the computer. You look at the light bulb and you look at the computer. And you think they are different, but what is powering them is the same electricity. And so in that respect, you understand that this is uh, the love energy is the energy of connection. It is one of the fundamental energies of the planet that holds the planet together. But Mm -hmm. as as I know that Beth is aware, there are other very important uh, energies such as the energy of violence or separation. Because if there was only the energy of connection, everything would implode and there would be nothing. And if there was only the energy of separation, everything would explode and there would be nothing. And so obviously these are... Uh, energies, but I'm not going to get so esoteric today as to explain this in great depth. But I did want to tell you that uh, absolutely, is energy is the, the love is the love. And so, uh, people, when they say that they, uh, is this a the romantic love or a different kind of love, it's so very confusing for the people because then. They're wondering, it's like, oh, I love this person, but uh, is this the right kind of love for this, or the right kind of love for that, or the, you understand. So that can become very confusing. Now, but I do want to say there is a difference between the light bulb and the computer. So what is this love for? It is, how is it impacting um what is the result of that love? I don't have the word in English, I'm struggling. So what I'm seeing is, uh, what I'd like to say is that you need the light bulb, you need the the computer. So let us say that you are um, in a uh, man-woman relationship and you have the feeling of the uh, sexual love or the romantic love. That is the energy of connection that is coming through a different chakra, so, that we, that would be, for example, that uh, the heart, you know, this is a pure heart chakra energy could be the feeling that one has for the puppy or the child. Whereas then, when it was uh, a sexual energy, then that uh, love energy is also being moving through the, um, the, um, s- what they call it in English, the sacral center, um, Th- which is a sexual center. And so the energy coming through different chakras, for instance, and I don't actually mean that chakras exist, but um, they are a way that human beings understand these things. So different uh, aspects of you are connected. And now, here's this is also complicated, and I'm aware that we have... Uh, Two emails and a caller, so I can. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but we have certain associations with certain kinds of love, and that uh, we also have certain requirements. I can love humanity. I can love the man next door or the um, homeless person or the man who stands there and puts a gun to my head, but. There are, in the world, there are uh, necessities of having more than just the love energy. There needs to be other things. So if I am going to be in marriage, for example, or in friendship, then it is absolutely imperative that the people expect one another to support one another. And that is not necessary when you are looking at the puppy. So I, I must stop here because there is too many... Uh, questioners but um, I would be happy to return to this topic uh, uh, when I can thank you Um, James was that were you able to get anything from that I know that Guru was in a hurry
1: Oh, yes, yes, yes. Very much so. That there's the one one love. It's like electricity and that uh, there are different outlets.
0: (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to take the first um, email because it came in first and then we're going to go to Erica from San Diego. So our first email is from Karen who has never written in before, but the woman who had – I spoke about this uh, earlier. She said, this is so funny. I had recently asked, what does one do – who does not have ass-kissing or toe-stepping in their repertoire of skill set. <laughs> My daughter says, keep being the one who loves and learns at work and forgive it, don't anoint it. What I have found is people find it hard to be around intense vibrations of love, so mostly I find myself around animals and young kids. Have a nice <laughs> evening. Karen is in the East Coast, so this is evening <laughs> to her and afternoon to us. Well, I love that, uh, Karen, and you are so right that um, if it, it, people do find it hard to be around the intense vibrations of love. I would like to share something about this, that uh, this is the guru speaking, that um, the vibration of love, then it is... Um, Associated with the uh, third eye, or and I say that it isn't really third eye, but I can't explain to humans what really it is. But the spiritual energy also is another way of um, describing a little. So this energy is connecting the universe. It is connecting the heavens and the earth. It is so intense that the intense love that the spiritual teacher can give is, feels like the earth is shaking. I love that. That is so true. Uh, And now let's uh, go on to Erica from San Diego.
4: Hi there. Thank you so much for this show. I've been in transit today, and and this is my first chance to call in, but I love the topics. I'm struck by how long, how many years I have spent with holes in my love for myself, And and expecting other people just blindly to fill those holes, not even having the awareness of what they were, but just feeling the need.
2: Mm -hmm.
4: And in that way, how love, love itself has become like a a weapon or a tool or something to be manipulated. Um, You know, just out of balance. Out of balance. So uh, I appreciate the time without having a partner to have that expectation of, that it's a time for me to become much more clear about what I perceive my holes to be, get the feedback from the friends and people around me who can tell me plainly, this is what I see.
0: Mm. I Um, love what you're bringing up, Erica. Please continue.
4: No, I just, I just appreciate the eye opener with this because uh, I do want to close the gap in the mystery about,
3: you
4: know, what those holes are in myself, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and how it's such a burden to put that on somebody else.
0: Th- that is so profound and so important. In any kind of a close relationship, it doesn't come up in the love for the puppy so much, although it can even then, because then we want to make the puppy a slave to my our need for its love, and that's what we do. I, I am that. I want to make uh, someone a slave to my need for their love because I want it to be on tap. And I think that... Um, the more that we increase our experience of love in general and that we can sit in that energy field, the less desperately we need to have those holes filled up. And, I mean, that is one of the big holes. A lack of self-love, a... um a lack of uh, ability to connect to that uh, energy of love so that we put someone's face on it so their name is like, oh, James is responsible for making me feel loved 24-7, mm-hmm. or my child is, or my boss, you know? I mean, anything, or or vast hordes of people if I'm a politi- politician, you know? I'm, Or, my, you know, I'm a rock star. I've got to be loved by millions of people, right? And the 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 way that the way that feels when you're being pulled on to keep proving over and over that you love somebody that is so good that you brought that up I really appreciate that.
4: May I ask a, a quick question, maybe for the guru, and and you can say if it's not the right question for
0: the guru. Yes, yeah. it'll um, have to be very quick because we have just a few minutes till we close. Believe it or not.
4: Yeah. Well, this week I've been experiencing some very uh, intense pain in my head. And I keep trying to stay optimistic about it that it's some kind of energetic breakthrough, mm. because so much, so much has been going on in my life and and I am always willing to reframe it in terms of growth. Mm-hmm. so this is my hope that um I'm guessing that the pain in my head is somehow connected to the growth this growth spurt that I'm currently experiencing.
0: <laughs> Well, I think that it's always important to deal with things on every level. On the level the physical plane as well as the mental, emotional and spiritual plane. You can have the same phenomenon and it can have many sources and many roots. So I you know, I know that you are I know that only because someone just sent me a a message (laughs) that you're on the way to the hospital (laughs) to do a CT scan. So that was lovely. That was a very loving act of someone to write to me and tell me about this. And I think that is an act of self-love and self-care that you're going to check that out. As well as even if there is a spiritual component, we always have to check out reality so that we can, if there is no other component... Uh, that we can relax into it. But I can tell you that, you know, I go through this every day, as you well know, because of such uh, interesting health. And, um, you know, it's like, what are all the pieces that I'm going to deal with in, in, in order to milk every p- situation for what it's got for me? So, <laughs> so that is an act of self-love. Go to the doctor and also take a look at what could be breaking through in yourself. So, yes, I'm
4: getting a lot of help with that. Thank you. I'm going to hang up and keep listening.
0: Thank you, Erica, for calling. Well, we are—I mean, practically out of time. It just seems this afternoon has flown by. Uh, James, tell us what's happening next week, and if we have a moment, I'm going to do some kind of process to increase our self, our love.
1: Very good. Our next edition of Inside Out will be, Does the Universe Speak to You? Have you gotten messages from the universe? Did you listen? Did you ignore them when they were inconvenient, and did you pay the price? I have certainly paid a price when I ignored what I intuitively knew was the right course to take. Next week's show explores the many ways the universe speaks to us and how we respond, and we'll have as our guest author Patricia Brooks, who will talk to us about her encounters with animals and the messages they have brought to her. Her book, God is in All Things, is an honest recounting of her personal journey and how experiences with animals have been part of her healing and spiritual awakening. So we invite you to call in and uh, share your comments or questions. And now uh, I'd like to turn it over to Beth for a final word from her.
0: Well, um, I'd like to just kind of uh, repeat something that you said uh, that uh, we're going to be talking about messages that the universe is giving us. And uh, that's very connected, actually, to what Erica uh, was calling in about. Is like, what is the message here that I'm getting? So do uh, call in and listen to our program about the messages we're receiving from the universe and do we ignore them? And we are like on the, the cusp of ending. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a process. And we are going to continue the process after we get off the phone. And uh, after the line. So I'm going to ask you to expand your heart. Take a breath. Feel the expansion in your mind. In your heart. And in your root. Feel the energy increasing in your whole body. And say, I have the self love.
1: I have the self love.
0: To confront in myself.
1: To confront in myself.
0: Whatever blocks me.
1: Whatever blocks me.
0: From connecting to the energy of love.
1: From connecting to the energy of love.
0: And expanding the love in my life.
1: And expanding the love in my life.
0: And in our world.
1: And in our world.
0: And I will say goodbye to you now, but I'm going to continue to do this work, so you sit here with me, and the Guru and I are going to support you to increase the love in your life just by sitting and connecting to the energy that's going on after the show. Until next week.
2: Thank you for making us a part of your week. Listen for the next edition of Inside Out with Beth Green and James Maynard next Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Have a great week! Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio.